Welcome to Subscribing to Wellness, the show where Rachel Newman and myself, Daniel Fairman, sit down with leading founders, executives, and investors committed to building a healthier future for consumers. So I know there are a million protein powders on the market these days, but when I tell you that this protein powder is my absolute favorite, I mean it. Sprout Living makes plant-based protein powders that help support my active lifestyle. Sprout Living only uses real, powerful superfood adaptogens and nootropics. Their blends are not only tasty, but also functional. No gums or thickeners like most protein powders use. No natural flavorings, just the whole real deal ingredients. My personal favorite is the vanilla leucoma. Head over to go.sproutliving.com backslash subscribing to wellness and use code SUB2PROTEIN for 20% off your order. Today on Subscribing to Wellness, we are joined by founder and CEO of Sprout Living, Mark Malinsky. Mark started Sprout in 2012. The company makes plant-based products with thoughtful formulations from the cleanest organic ingredients. The focus from the beginning has been in active nutrition and now are slowly expanding into more functional foods and snacks geared towards everyone. The company's main product line is Epic Protein, which is a multi-source superfood-based plant protein. This is not only our favorite protein on the podcast, but this conversation is one you won't want to miss. Mark, welcome to Subscribing to Wellness. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be chatting with you today. Um, So protein powder, as it stands, is one of the most confusing categories on the market. There is so much out there. There's fruity pebble flavors. There's whey. There's pea. There's everything. Sprout Living, Epic Protein, take me back. Why are you interested in protein powder? Well, I mean, I'm I'm really interested in health and wellness, I think. And uh, just kind of time timing wise, I was uh, in college. Um, we would go work out. And then after a workout, my friends would all drink a muscle milk or, you know, something like a, some protein powder they would get from GNC. And I've always been pretty health conscious. That's just kind of how I was raised. So I could just really never drink any of that stuff. And it was always pretty discouraging. Like, cause I know like it tastes good and like, you know, it's like something you do together. But for me, I just had to kind of figure out my own way. I was vegetarian. So for me, I kind of started to tinker. I was always into ingredients. So I ordered some pea protein. I was really into superfood. So I kind of started to mix things and I would just drink that. And that's really kind of like how it eventually started. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I know when you were younger, I read a bit about you. You you always wanted to own a warehouse and you started selling supplements and you talk about how an idea is just an idea without true execution. So what initially got you interested in this warehouse and selling of things and kind of being an owner in an entrepreneurial spirit? I'm, I've, I've always really liked to work when I was in, yeah, I mean, when I was young, I was doing really weird, odd jobs for parents, friends. I worked at a smoothie shop when I was younger. I don't know, I just always really liked the idea of business and I've really been passionate about health and wellness. And so, yeah, I mean, I knew at some point I wanted to probably do something on my own. I really like the idea of, well, of course, having a flexible schedule, even though I think I end up working more than most people. Um, 
but yeah, it always just like really cool to make something and sell something that people can use and consume and enjoy. I mean, that's always my inspiration is always just to make cool stuff. Um, and it just happens to be that I'm in the wellness space. And so for me, that means making very clean, super high quality protein powder. Yeah. So if we dig a bit into Sprout Living as a company, so tell me a little bit about like the creation of the product. Um, I know that you're, you being super interested in health and wellness and this supplement category, you had previous experience kind of in supplements, but mm -hmm. what made you realize that like things were not right in this category and I needed to be the one to change it? I mean, there's just so many crappy ingredients and protein. It's, it's probably one of the, like kind of the dirtiest, um, it's like one of the dirtiest categories because I think people expect a good flavor, but you're trying to mask pretty nasty ingredients. And so you got, you have to use artificial flavoring, artificial sweeteners. And that's something I could never, I could just never consume it. And so like, I knew we needed to make something better. Um, and that's where I think we're different. You know, a lot of our competitors use natural flavoring, which isn't really anything. It's not the ingredient that the flavor is. So natural vanilla flavor doesn't have vanilla in it. Natural berry flavor doesn't have berries in it. And so we knew that we would make it with real berries and real vanilla and real cacao. And then we would get flavor from that. And then beyond that, you get benefits and function. Totally. So that's always been our inspiration. Um, so many companies do that, obviously, for the number one reason that we're all thinking is cost prohibitive. But I want to understand from you what what made you guys really look in the mirror and be like, we need to create this and tell me the challenges of using those real ingredients <laughs> as yeah. opposed to using natural flavors. Yeah, it's a challenge. I mean, it, it really is just, I, I just, I won't consume other stuff. And so like, I don't want it. And then I just wouldn't want to sell it. And that's really kind of that's like, that's why we're on this path. Like, it's just because like, this is not something that I would consume that I would want to give my friends or my family. And so, yeah, it's a big challenge. I mean, it's, it's pretty easy just to use a flavoring and then you can make a product. I mean, you could do it in a day, but to do it the way we do it, we have to really start with, because we're not masking any ingredients, we're using the whole food ingredients. We need to start with really tasty premium stuff like pea protein, for example, there's so much pea protein on the market. I think ours tastes the best and it has to because we're not masking it with anything. So um, yeah, that's kind of the challenge. Like if you use a strawberry powder, like an organic strawberry powder, the flavor isn't as potent as a strawberry flavor. Um, and so we just have to work with that. And it's basically, we're just like chefs. We're not food scientists. We're creating products in the kitchen, almost like a recipe and not really a formula. Yeah. So I want to dig into that a bit. So tell me, you guys have um, a very, very clean as well as refined line of products. Um, mm -hmm. You're not one of those protein powder companies that's always coming out with, you know, like the new Fruity Pebbles flavor or the new Cinnamon Toast Crunch or like crazy whey protein or or whatnot, those like fitness junky flavors, I yeah. like to say. And you have your core line of you know, your epic proteins, as well as just your plain like sunflower and pea proteins. Mm -hmm. So digging into that product lineup. Sure. Want to understand the flavor innovation and how you guys went about creating like that core line of, mm -hmm. I guess we can talk about the epic line first. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so we originally started with like, we kind of, you know, we, we kind of consider a lot of things. So 
we know what's popular in the market. So vanilla and chocolate, but we could never just do a vanilla and chocolate. That's just not like, it's not unique, not good enough for us. And so we went to the direction of like, what ingredients go well with vanilla? What's like a function behind that? And so uh, we found this interesting ingredient called lacuma from South America. It has like a maple-like kind of taste. It's high in B vitamins. And so vanilla, and it's actually lacuma is a pretty popular ice cream flavor in Peru. So we combined vanilla, lacuma into our protein, and that's the direction that we went with vanilla. So it's we use a little bit of Ceylon cinnamon. So it's not a typical vanilla. Um, and it's also not like you said, like a cinnamon toast crunch, right? Like that's, those are two extremes for us. We just like to kind of be unique. Um, so we started with our original, which is just an unflavored plain. We have our vanilla lacuma, our chocolate maca. And again, there we use cacao combined with maca, synergistically work really well together, really good for energy, for stamina, for endurance, stuff like that. And then also the flavor combination of those two is incredible. Um, I mean, our chocolate maca really tastes like chocolate milk, just mixed with water. Um, then we have our green kingdom and that's kind of our take on a greens blend with protein. And again, like, you know, that's, and that's kind of like, that's the real difference, right? Like we're not doing like one protein powder and then just flavoring it. Every protein that we do has a function and a purpose and a unique set of ingredients that kind of set it apart. Um, so that's our core line of Epic. And then, you know, we recently did a, a line kind of our premium Epic line and that's where we, got really out there with function. So we have a pro collagen um, that's naturally booster collagen production, real berries in that, right? And like no flavoring. Um, we have a mindful matcha that's a nootropic plus protein matcha and it's kind of like a matcha latte. We have a coffee one with mushrooms. We have a sporty one that has basically all the herbs and plants that you would want if you're recovering after like a high intensity workout or just if you're super active. So like that's our approach, right? We're not just doing like protein for the sake of the flavor. We're doing it for the sake of a function. And then that kind of like carries the flavor. Yeah. So I have, first of all, I just want to shout out the vanilla glucoma is literally my favorite flavor in the entire world. So for those listening, you have to try that flavor. Um, but I want to understand, as you said, like the difference between function and flavor. And I think a lot of different consumer brands tackle this in different ways. Either they tell the function, they lead with function or they lead with flavor. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious from your perspective and how you guys approach marketing as well as like your consumer base, are they typically shopping based on function? Or are they top shopping based on flavor? And then in addition to that, how are you guys marketing them? Yeah, I mean, we really try to tell the story of like a, of like a function driven flavor. Um, but yeah, I mean, we probably have both, you know, I think a lot of customers just see vanilla and they like something vanilla or they like chocolate. Um, and so they kind of get the benefit, even maybe without knowing, they get the benefit of like, oh, like what makes this vanilla special or what makes this chocolate special? Um, and then, yeah, well, like our premium line, those are pretty function driven in terms of like the naming. And so I think those are a little bit more clear, but we're constantly reinforcing this idea of like, it's not just the flavor, it's a function and these superfood or adaptogens these plants and vitamins, these ingredients do more than just taste good. Um, and that's kind of where we come in, you know, like we are always trying to figure out like what goes well together for both things, right? For flavor and for function. If it doesn't taste good, no one will drink it regardless of the function. And if it's, um, if it's just good, I just feel like we're, you're missing out on so much, you know, like you only have so many calories you're going to eat in a day. You really want to kind of pack them in. And that's like our goal is to make it really like 
nutrient dense, I guess is like, this is a good way to put it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so within innovation, I know recently you guys came out with your adaptogenic mixes line, um, mm -hmm. which I kind of want to unpack and understand like what made you go into this category and if you could describe these mixes a little bit further. Yeah, I'm drinking one now actually. Um, so yeah, that's our color fuel line. Um, I mean, the same kind of thing, you know, we look around and we see, like, we see what's on the market and then it just feels like it's, you know, there's good stuff on the market, but they go to like 90%. And I just always think like, I don't understand why not just go the rest of the way. And that's where I think we like kind of bridge that little gap. Um, so yeah, we have our beauty line, uh, we have our hydration and we have, our, have immunity. We don't use synthetic vitamins, right? Like our zinc and our, and our immunity is from guava leaf extract. Like you don't see that often, right? You'll just see like a zinc isolate synthetic. And I just feel like, you know, like we want to sell food. So even if it's kind of in a supplement style, like an immunity blend, we want it to be just with whole food ingredients. Um, and like, yeah, hydration, that's a popular category. If you look at the market, you look at the ingredients of hydration mixes, they're all the same. Coconut water, maybe some trace minerals, and then flavoring. And that's it. And you get nothing out of it. We use lemon juice powder. We use acerola. We use pomegranate. And these are whole freeze-dried fruit vegetables. I mean, sorry, uh, whole uh, freeze-dried fruits. And so it's a big difference. So you get like a lot more than just hydration. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I mean, it's extremely smart. I think people often, um, you know, especially your target consumer is definitely in that more um, active active consumer and they think protein is like the, what they need solely where mm -hmm. a company that's like targeting protein hydration immunity all of those things together it's like one trusted source one single source of truth um with that being said like you guys have a very interesting kind of collaboration ex as well as like expanding your footprint i know you've done smoothie collabs with airwan you did a recent flavor with gonanas the banana bread company mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about like the strategy behind who you partner with and how you choose to kind of like channel mix. Yeah, I mean, we have a, a, a great team that handles our social and like handles our advertising and marketing. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just try to find, um, you know, we know our target consumer, um, but we're always kind of trying to reach a little further just because our products are made in a way that everyone can enjoy, right? They're, they're, gluten-free, they're, co they're kosher, they're vegan, they're organic, all these things, really anyone can consume them. And so like when we look at partnerships, we look at like, you know, like where have we not hit yet? Um, where could it do well? Uh, the GoNanas partnership is great. I mean, that it, it's still, it's like unbelievably good. <laughs> it's so good. We, we, we've had them on the show. Uh, they're, yeah. they're amazing girls and the product is amazing. Um, yeah, I, actually, I want them to do a flavor collab with your vanilla. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, maybe you can convince them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like our Airwan partnership, you know, we, uh, we've been selling an Airwan for a while. We're a top protein brand there. Um, so we do a lot of kind of collaborative things with them just because their target, uh, their audience is our audience. Um, and they made a delicious smoothie. Uh, we did like a, a, a smoothie of the month and then we're the, uh, the protein of choice for, the, for Airwan just behind the juice bar, behind their tonic bar. So you can go there and get Epic in your smoothie. Yeah, 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 for sure. In terms of channel strategy and kind of like where people or where consumers can find mm -hmm. Epic, you know, in store as well as online, 
you're not, you have to know about Epic to find Epic, I think I have found at least. Um, and I think that's an interesting choice that you guys have made, um, but one that like the fans are the fans and it's like, mm -hmm. if you know, you know. Mm -hmm. I wanna hear a little bit about the strategy in your mind. Yeah. Well, we're self-funded, right? So we've never raised outside money. Um, and so we've always had to grow organically. Otherwise we wouldn't be able to sustain. So uh, we've, that's what we've been doing. We are, you know, you can find us around the country. Uh, independents are really like our core customer in terms of like independence co-ops, the people that, you know, like the stores that have buyers that can really talk about the product, you know, that's key, I think, because it's, there's a lot of competition. So like, what sets us apart is, you know, is education, really understanding like what is it that we do and why we're different. Um, you know, like I have this idea that like, uh, you know, I know online is a big is a big channel. So we are on Amazon, we do sell on our website, um, but I love being in stores because people still go in, people wanna see the bag, they wanna touch it, pick it up, look, you know, turn it around. That's what I do, check the label. Um, and I think it's a bit of validation, you know, like a store only has space for five brands. And so if you're one of those, I think that's pretty validating that you're, um, you know, because everyone tries to get in. So, you know, and protein is highly, highly competitive. There's so many, I think I, I, think I see a new plant protein every day. And yeah. I don't really understand because they're all the same. Like they're not doing anything different. So I just don't, I don't really, I don't get it, honestly. I just, I think that's kind of the, that's the issue with plant protein, but it's confusing to a consumer because they see it and they say natural and they say organic and they sell these things, but it's, really not <laughs> you know yeah. like if you really look at the ingredients there's really nothing special there yeah for sure and you guys have also chosen to innovate in like form factor so you have your single serve packs you have your bags you have your even larger containers what what do you feel like resonates the most with consumers and do you guys try and target um you know like the single serve packs at checkout and how do you choose to kind of merchandise these yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, for the grab and go, I think it's very convenient to have the single serves. Um, probably our, our most popular size is the one pound. Um, you know, like our product is made fresh and we're a smaller company. So we're basically, we're, we're running product literally every day. Um, and so I think that's like, you know, like everything you buy is fresh. And so um, we don't make a ton of everything. So like the one pound bag, like I, I want customers when they buy product, they know it's fresh. So like they get the five pound bag. We have a lot of customers that buy the five pound bags. Uh, that's like a, like a two month supply, but you know, it's fresh. Right. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, it just depends, I guess it really depends on usage. Like I love the single serves because like, if I'm somewhere, I just mix it with water super easy. Um, and those do really well. At, like you said, check out in stores, but, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, the, the bigger you go, the more you save. And so that's a big part of it. I think, you know, consumers are aware of that. Um, we also work with some food service. So like Gonanas is a good, you know, we sell them a bigger size bag. And so we have a lot of those kinds of partnerships. Um, and yeah, so we even have 50 pound bags of our Epic protein. Oh my God. Wow. I don't even know what I would <laughs> I mean, go through it slowly. Um, <laughs> what are some common misconceptions? If we take like a step back and kind of look at the protein powder category mm. or even protein as a category because when you created epic protein you obviously understood protein as a category like how much protein should be in a single serving what what are those protein amino acids being made up of etc mm. um what is like the sport one look like compared to you know the vanilla or the chocolate 
what are some of the most common misconceptions like around protein as a category and then even deeper protein powder as a category? I mean, I think generally, uh, I think people still even underestimate how important protein is for you, you know, for your health. And so um, we see protein everything. And I think, I, th I think it's, um, that makes sense to me, honestly. You want protein in everything. Um, especially, you know, cause we're targeting vegetarians and vegans. And so, um, I think getting enough protein is not very easy. So, um, so yeah, like in general, I mean, I think multi-source is key for plant protein. You really get a complete protein that way. Um, and that's our Epic protein is based on that. We use a multi-source approach. Um, I think, uh, protein is like I mentioned earlier, pretty dirty. So really check the label to see, because yeah, like you don't, you know, it is powder that you're consuming and you want to make sure you know exactly what it is. So there's no additives or fillers that are mixed in that you don't really see on the label. Um, the other thing I would say is, um, yeah, I mean, for us, you know, we're plant-based, right? And I know a lot of people are okay with whey, um, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of issues with whey. I think allergies is one for sure. And also um, just generally, if, if you're, if, you know, if you're like a uh, animal activist or not even activist, but just the general idea that, you know, this is coming from milk, I think that's a big deal. So um, I think people also think that plant protein is maybe not as good as animal based protein and that's not accurate. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned the vegan vegetarian angle. Um, I, I know that your consumer base is beyond vegan and vegetarian. So I want to understand, like, if we dig deeper into the core consumer of who Sprout is, like, yes, maybe a large percentage is that vegan vegetarian, but tell me a little bit of the makeup of like who, who's buying the product and who do you feel like you're competing the most against? Yeah, I mean, like, it's a good point. So vegetarian vegan is kind of like, our products are made to cater to, the, to, to vegans, vegetarians. Right. But I'm sure that most of our customers probably eat meat. And that's totally fine. Right. And I think like if you're gonna have protein once or twice a day, especially after like a workout or something where like your body's like craving nutrition, I think that's where you wanna go plant-based. Um, so um, sorry, can you repeat like what was the last part of the question? Um how are you? Like how, are, who are you mainly competing against in oh, terms yeah. of like the competitive landscape? Oh, it's very competitive. <laughs> um, you know, like uh, Vega, Garden of Life, those are like the big players. Sun Warrior is a big player. Um, there's, uh, there's so many, but that's the thing. They're all the same. If you were just kind of like, I think if you were to like take out the product from inside the bag and replace it, I don't even think that a person would like recognize that it's not the protein that they've been drinking this whole time. Yeah. That's kind of the difference. And ours just tastes different. Ours tastes like a homemade cookie versus like a store-bought cookie. Yeah. And your consistency. I think like one of the biggest things around protein powder, I've tried probably every protein, like most plant-based protein powders yeah. on the market. And I think the, the things that stand out is like, consistency and how it reacts like with my stomach or just like digestion wise. And obviously, as you mentioned, like when you're putting non, when you're putting the real food in, as opposed to natural flavors, those things are going to be solved for immediately. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, I think too, like, you know, it just kind of happens as companies scale, like, unfortunately, they start to, they try to save money because now they're selling, you know, 10,000 bags versus a thousand. And if they can save a dollar a pound, those savings are big. And so I think that's what happens as companies get bigger. It's just inevitable that they start cutting corners and using, you know, cheaper ingredients. Um, And then, yeah, you can kind of taste it. I think as companies get bigger, probably quality, like, like if there was some kind of curve quality would start to go down as like the company revenue increases. So, and for us, like we honestly, like, like we're a business, but like, we just really like high quality ingredients and like, that's it. And honestly, like, as we get bigger, we're just looking for better quality ingredients. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I, as you said, I think that curve goes down, but I can see you guys kind of just like reversing it and caring more about quality than necessarily, you know, like that larger. Yeah. Because I think we also, I mean, like, I think like we also understand that like at the base of it, like that's our difference. Like right. we, we could recreate a, comp- a competitor's product, but then we can't compete because they have millions and millions of advertising dollars. So like, it's kind of like we do it because we love it, but we also understand that like, that's just, that's why we even have a business is because we're doing it differently. Right, you gotta lean into your strengths. And I think that's even more apparent in smaller companies or self-funded companies is leaning into your strengths is what allows you to scale and grow because people that appreciate you for what you are, that will be the cohort that ripples into each other. Um, In terms of like where you see kind of the brand going, um, you know, like we have the Epic line, we have the full protein line, and then we have the like hydration colorful line. What, What is kind of next for, sprout you know I, I i love snacks i love to snack i snack all day and so i just the same thing happens i like buy snacks that are healthy and i'm like i still feel like not super great about them um and so i think like that's the next thing we really want to like get into like a snack um that really is obviously follows our kind of our ethos like so superfood based plant-based super super clean um and so, yeah, I mean, I think probably a protein bar makes sense to be maybe like the next step. Um, but then there's also other types of snacks that I think are complementary to, to like protein um, and to what we're doing now. Yeah. I'm curious, um, as I'm sure you tinker quite a bit in the kitchen, uh, what are some of your favorite ways to use um, sprout protein? Um, you know, I, it, it depends, you know, it's funny. It depends on like if I'm feeling lazy or not, like, I like to make a smoothie and I load it up um, with a bunch of stuff. Um, but like what I really love lately, honestly, is I'll take um, just water, ice, or complete coffee. So it's like, you know, coffee and mushrooms. And I'm not even a big coffee drinker, but it's just so delicious. Um, and then I'll just do like a scoop of peanut butter in a shaker jar and I'll just shake that. So like I'll just shake ice, water, peanut butter, and co- complete coffee. And it's like, it, it just doesn't, it's like, it's just tastes so good, honestly, that I feel like this isn't like, this can't be healthy, you know? Wait, I mean, how do you put peanut any... butter in a shaker jar. Does it shake? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it does. It just dissolves. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. So like, I kind of randomly tried that because I just didn't want to clean the blender and it worked and it was, and yeah, I mean, and just over ice is so good. So, um, yeah, I'm always like, and you know, like we have a lot of recipes on our social media and stuff and that we have somebody that does a lot of those. Um, and so we try to recreate those here. Like my daughter loves all sorts of like funny things. So we'll do like, a, like ice cream is really good. Just like a protein ice cream. 
uh, she's obsessed with uh, she's obsessed with Epic. Anytime she like anytime in the kitchen, she comes up and she's like smoothie. So so um, so yeah, we drink a lot of Epic here for sure. How do you make ice cream with it? Uh, coconut milk, uh, like the the higher fat stuff. Uh, banana, kind of blend it. We'll even do popsicles. We have, she has like these little forms. So we'll fill those up and yeah, we'll I'll put a probiotic in it and she'll have like a epic probiotic smoothie kind of uh, pop. Yeah, like a little ice cream. Healthiest daughter around. Yeah. Over to a friend's house. Can I have an epic? Uh, can I have some epic uh, ice cream? They're like, excuse me, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's even uh, the same thing, you know, like, yeah, like buying stuff at the store. It's just like, you know, you make it at home. It's different. So no, you know, it's so different. And I think that's that's really interesting. I'm curious, um, obviously we can turn to blog and social, but what are some of the most fun ways you've seen your consumers consume Epic? Oh man, um, something super creative. I can't really, can't think of anything super, can't think of anything on the spot, but we actually do have a challenge that we're trying to put together. It's basically anything but a cup. And so it's gonna be like drink, a smoothie, an epic smoothie, but you can't drink it out of a cup. So it's like, think of any other vessel, I guess. So we'll see how that goes. So hopefully people get creative, but um, yeah. Wow, I yeah, love that. I don't even know where my head, my head is like spinning right now. I could go yeah, in million places. Every time um, we just, every time we talk about the challenge on like our calls, like somebody always brings, brings up drinking it out of a shoe. I don't know why that's like the go-to, but um, yeah, we'll see. I'm curious myself what people do. That's really exciting. Um, so we like to ask all of our guests how they subscribe to wellness. Um, and I'm very curious about your answer for this. So, so what are some things that you do on a daily, weekly basis to be able to show up not only for yourself and for your family, but for, for Sprout? Um, I, uh, one, I listen to a lot of health and wellness podcasts. So <laughs> trying to learn a lot from that. Um, I, you know, I generally in the morning, I don't eat probably the first thing I'll have is around noon and I'll just have a, a cup of sauerkraut with some flax oil, some like garlic in it. That's kind of like the first thing I try to eat. So that's, and I, I feel better that way. Cause if once I eat in the morning, I'm like sluggish, like pretty much no matter what I do, like I just don't have the energy. Um, and, um, you know, like, uh, we live in Chicago, so there's like a lot of parks and stuff. So like, I'm always, we're outdoors a lot. Um, I think for me, that's kind of key. I try to do standing desk. If I sit too long, I get pretty lazy and tired and stuff. So, cause I'm on the computer a lot, you know, when you're on the computer a lot, it's so draining. You gotta, gotta get up and move and just even standing, it makes a big difference. Um, and then, yeah, like just, I think the food that we eat, we, uh, we cook a lot at home. Um, and we're just very conscious of everything we buy and the things that we make. Yeah. 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 I know I read something every day of how, everything around us is slowly poisoning us. And it's just honestly so depressing. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. It we is. have air filters throughout the house. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There, it, It's actually crazy. Um, where can our listeners find Sprout? I mean, our website is probably the easiest place to go. So just sproutliving.com and then um, Amazon for those that prefer like a little faster shipping, if we understand. Um, and then depends where you live, you know, we're around the country. So I think if it's a small independent, we're probably there. Awesome. Yeah. Mark, thank you so much for your time. It was wonderful yeah. to chat. Yeah, thanks, Rachel. Yeah, good to chat. Today's episode is brought to you in partnership with Athletic Greens. 
I started taking AG1 because I wanted to see what the hype was all about. Now I literally can't miss a day. It's the first thing I put in my body every single morning. As someone who suffers from IBS, AG1 has completely improved my gut health and allows me to have sustained energy throughout the day. And since I'm always on the go, the travel packs make it so easy to stay consistent wherever I am. Love it. I've personally been taking AG1 for a while. And as someone who lacked a multivitamin routine, AG1 has been the perfect product to mix into my morning routine. Truthfully, I was a skeptic at first as I'm with most supplements and vitamins, but I felt noticeably better at the start of morning workouts and definitely have seen an improvement in my digestive health. I tend to mix my AG1 with two tablespoons of lemon juice and coconut water, and it's delicious. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash STW. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash STW to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks everyone for listening to today's episode. Feel free to rate, review, and share the podcast. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to Wellness. If you'd like to sponsor us, please see the supporter link in our podcast bio. We hope everyone has a great rest of week filled with wellness, and we'll see you next time.